Hello and welcome to an Intel podcast focusing around AI, ISVs and what Intel are doing with partners and introducing our partners' incredible solutions that are working on Intel. My name is Mike Philpot. I'm the Partner Sales Development Manager for AI in the UK and my role is identifying part ISVs, independent software vendors that are doing things with AI, looking to understand kind of who they are, what they're doing, and looking to see how they can work with Intel to ultimately boost their solution and unlock some commercial benefits and really drive that solution forward as a partnership with the partner and with Intel. Um, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined today by uh, one of my favorite partners, it has to be said, we've worked with them for quite a while now. It's uh, Sergey Karenko from Auto Canteen. How are you doing, Sergey? Uh, very well, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for this opportunity uh, with, uh, with the podcast, Mike, and yeah, great to be part of it. Fantastic. So obviously, I know, you, I know Auto Canteen inside out. I've seen the solution, I've learned about it from kind of the very early days of working with Intel, but give me a, give me a bit of a, like a couple of minute overview to Auto Canteen. Let, let, the, let the viewers and listeners know who is Auto Canteen. Sure. Uh, Auto Canteen, it's a very uh, self-explanatory name of uh, what we started uh, uh, our, our journey uh, from. And so Auto Canteen is a, uh, a touchless self-checkout solution, which increases uh, checkout efficiency. We use uh, computer vision and machine learning to identify products and uh, uh, with no barcodes. So it's a, uh, think about uh, supermarkets uh, with a self-service section where you can uh, come in and check out yourself. So it's obviously not, um, uh, not innovative idea anymore because uh, supermarkets use barcodes. We, however, don't use barcodes. We rely completely on computer vision and machine learning. So. That's uh, where our innovation is. Brilliant stuff. So what, when you were looking at founding AutoCanteen, what was the biggest challenge that you were looking to address? Because you mentioned there that supermarkets have their barcode systems. Why go down the AI and computer vision route to kind of address a problem that there is already a solution for? What was the drive behind that? Um, well, a few years ago uh, at lunchtime, uh, we saw... Um, we saw cashier lady had to do a very monotonous uh, work to uh, process customer payments. And it was extremely monotonous, uh, even boring, and also a slow process because it, was, it had to be done uh, manually. And uh, I obviously like to queues, and no one likes the queues. So we started uh, uh, wondering whether uh, that process could be automated uh, with you know, mature and available technologies uh, these days. So we started, uh, we began to experiment. Um, and uh, by the time we, uh, we had our product um, production ready, the world uh, faced uh, the COVID pandemic. And at that time, uh, hospitality was, uh, was heavily affected uh, with many sites closed and employees had to requalify. So fast forward to the end of pandemic, I mean, to fast forward a, a year or two and then businesses reopened. So restaurants uh, reopened, um, cafeterias, canteens, and it was challenging for these businesses to, um, to hire staff again. Uh, and uh, with uh, and with our technology, we we help to 
actually at least to take away that need to um, you know mount those deals and mount those checkout checkout points uh, full time, and we've been able to sort of enhance their um, extend their capabilities you know, uh, with technology. So uh, one person can oversee multiple multiple checkout points, and uh, yeah, similar to again supermarket model. So yeah, we uh, we managed to extend uh, capabilities of these understaffed teams with um, uh, technology introducing self-service. And uh, uh, self-service uh, um, is well, auto continue it. Uh, how how it does it? Just identifies products very uh, very quickly at a fraction of a second and. Uh, is just can see what's available, what's on the tray, and uh, you know, similar to what uh, a person would do, but just much faster. Brilliant stuff, and I mean, I've obviously seen it in deployment and can vouch for that. And I, I think of going to go into a supermarket and you have to scan each one through, whereas the auto canteen solution, it's you have the tray and everything's put down, and the products pop up instantaneously. So even the relatively quick process of self checkout, it actually becomes even more efficient, doesn't it? Uh, yes, absolutely. It's um, uh, first of all, it's much, much, much faster to check out because uh, what we're we are seeing actually about two to three seconds uh, interaction time with a uh, with the terminal before before the payment, uh, and then the customer takes uh, their credit card or phone. Uh, they check out. Uh, depending on how quick that happens, it uh, the transaction takes about ten seconds. But actual interaction time is, uh, you know, place place your products and then, uh, you know, uh, acknowledge the, the total is about two to three, three seconds. And uh, yeah, the dynamics, uh, we can see that it, uh, we help with the queues. We help with, uh, obviously, you know, the, the late, uh, time spent at uh, operating, operating these checkout points. And uh, the terminals, they also, uh, they also share knowledge uh, learned between them. Uh, so between the terminals on the same side, as well as uh, remote side. So uh, we have a few installations where um, they, the, the offer, uh, the catering offer is, is identical uh, on, on those sites. And uh, once, uh, once we uh, learned everything on one side, we, we just, you know, enable other sites to, you know, to share the same, same data. So it's... Um, yeah, techno uh, this technology um, it has it brings brings a lot of benefits to yeah to to the business. Fantastic, and obviously you let's talk about the the Intel kind of the Intel inside for for lack of a better term. What what are you what solutions are you using from Intel from a kind of a hardware and a software perspective? Because I know there's elements of both within the solution. Of course, um, so we. Uh, we run our software on uh, um, on the Intel core processors, um, and i5 is actually um, is is sufficient for our needs. Uh, core i5, and um, also apart from uh, hardware elements uh, from Intel, we use uh, we rely on uh, some software um, uh, software components from Intel, and um, uh, which is. Uh, which is the framework or let's say a toolkit uh, called OpenVena. And um, 
we actually didn't start the journey with uh, OpenVINA, with Intel OpenVINA. We started the journey with um, something else, and we use alternative uh, inference engine um, to open to, to Intel OpenVINA. But um, then we've uh, uh, we've we've tried OpenVINA, and once uh, once we migrated, uh, we saw uh, you know significant increase in performance, and uh, that's. Yeah, after after piloting the solution, I mean, with OpenVINA, uh, we decided to switch and sort of never never looked back. So uh, it was uh, yeah a very positive uh, experience, and uh, yeah, so far we're very happy. Fantastic, and that's potentially answered my next question. That I was going to have is, uh, how how have you found the the kind of integration of the Intel architecture? Because as you mentioned, whilst you were using a different inferencing tool, the Intel kind of hardware architecture was always there but correct me if i'm wrong it was just a lack of awareness about open vino that was that was there and it, it, you were just you weren't aware of this potential unlock of performance is that correct uh well yes it was um, um it was a relatively straightforward project for us to to migrate and uh, we um you know, we introduced changes uh, carefully. Uh, I mean, especially to to to, to production. But uh, with OpenVINO, uh, the project uh, was pretty straightforward. I think it took uh, weeks rather than months to to migrate. And uh, after after piloting it uh, again, uh, it, it it showed significant uh, yeah results, and we just decided to uh, to change it everywhere. So, but. With the um, uh, with the process of migrating to OpenVINA, I think that this uh, question is better addressed for to my CTO, um, and uh, perhaps we can do another session with him. Uh, but, yeah, Rost uh, Rosty, the uh, the technical brains behind the operation. The, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he'll I'm sure he'll be delighted to share uh, his because he's been. Uh, uh, super excited uh, about the results once uh, yeah yeah once we saw them fantastic obviously the name auto canteen lends itself to the food industry and kind of um office canteens potentially supermarkets what sort of specific areas are you working on or, or is there a vision to work towards as well so kind of give me give me a kind of a lay of the land of of what your what, what areas you're in at the moment Sure. Um, so, um, hence the name Auto Canteen. Uh, it's uh, it's tailored to to food service, and uh, uh, the product is yeah is uh, very much very much tailored to to catering. But um, we uh, we also see that it's it works very well in um, in small retail environments, uh, in in grab and go, and uh, it's yeah it's just well well suited for. Uh, for these quick transactions, so um, small retail is also um, is also the sector for us. Uh, I mean, the much, and uh, we um, we already have some uh, few sites uh, running uh, running with our um, products. But uh, at the moment, yeah, for, uh, food services is actually the the biggest user uh, of, of of our product. Fantastic. And you mentioned about the grab and the grab and go kind of um, small retail convenience store type thing. If a product has been used in an office, let's take a standard bottle of water, whatever brand that may be. If that's used in um, an office canteen setting, but it's also sold in the grab and go, 
is is there any kind of crossover there to make the actual deployment and the implementation of that to the grab and go store there um that's a good question well um we we actually um uh, because these products uh, such as water and uh, crisp chocolates i mean retail products there um within the market they all look uh, pretty much you know identical in the same packaging and uh, before we come into the new site, uh, the when we set up the account, the site uh, the site won't need to be doing training for uh, for those retail items. So we, we basically we, we use the knowledge that we have for those retail retail products. And if um, um, yeah, if if you if you sell uh, those uh, those bottles, I mean, in uh, in your other area of of your store. Um, you could you could check out as well. I mean, as well as the bar with barcodes in your uh, let's say existing existing um, existing um, outlet. Uh, you could check out with with, with Auto Canteen because the uh, the camera will will pick it up and we uh, we have it all already in the knowledge. Um, so yeah, it it will uh, the transition will be super smooth. Fantastic. That's that's what that was kind of what I was aiming at in terms of for 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 a deployment. If there are kind of there are products that are already being utilised in other areas, kind of like you say, the common products, your crisps, your chocolates, just speeds up that process and makes the deployment far easier, which is which is fantastic. That's everyone likes simplicity. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, this, uh, I mean, we, we've we've seen these projects where um, you know where where it takes. Uh, uh, some some time to to, to train. Uh, actually, in the beginning of our journey, we tried different appro uh, different approaches with how to pre-train the models. And um, actually, uh, the approach where you have to pre-train the model and then come to the site with the, with the pre-trained models, uh, it's it doesn't uh, doesn't pay off because uh, these environments are very dynamic and uh, there is uh, there is a change in menu. Um, potentially every day and you can't you can't really predict it so uh we take uh alternative approach where we can uh we can train train on the day uh with what the you know what the store is selling or restaurant is selling and um and you know and start transacting pretty much in the next hour so um it's uh yeah it's very it's very dynamic in how you can uh train the system in terms of, let's say I own an office. I wish I did, because I'd be I'd be raking it in. <laughs> well, not maybe not now in the hybrid days of working, but let's say I own a business where I've got a, an, a, a canteen kind of side of things, and I I'm fed up of kind of big staff charges and slow processes and long queues. What's the routes to market for Auto Canteen? How? How would I go about finding you guys? Who who do you who do you kind of partner with to to get your name out there and actually get the solutions on the shop floor? Essentially, very good question. Uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, well, once uh, uh, once you do have uh, office with uh, with canteen, actually, I think uh, it's a very good uh, it would be a very good use case to to have us at uh, some Intel uh, HQ uh, at some point. But... I'll, I'll say I can't promise anything, but I'll let, I'll, I'll ask the questions. Um, so uh, we, I think uh, uh, the the industry is already aware of us. So we, uh, you know, we've been covered by some uh, leading uh, hospitality publications, and uh, 
um, we in terms of uh, route to market so we have uh, we've been uh, we've been working with contract catering companies who um, you know who pretty much are out there at the edge uh, talking to to their clients and they uh, they know the clients they know the latest uh, technologies latest uh, products available uh, to them so uh, yeah it's it's a win-win partnership uh, with them so as well as uh, uh, some partners in distribution that we have uh, yeah we um, we basically make sure that uh, the people in the in the food service business are aware of, of the technology and wherever uh, the self-service is applicable um, you know they they invite us uh, with them so that's uh, uh, that's yeah that's how you could uh, learn about us um, going forward so once I uh, once I own my office and I think yeah I need to get a catering company and they'll they'll point me in the right direction towards Auto Canteen. Absolutely, they well everyone knows. Uh, I'm sure by the by the by the time that happens, everyone will know Auto Canteen. Fantastic, brilliant. And in terms of location wise, I, obviously you guys are based in the UK. What what's your coverage like? Can you cover nationally? Can you cover internationally? Sure. Um, so, in terms of uh, in terms of coverage, we uh, we work with Senox, um, um, who is our uh, partner in uh, field services. So they uh, pretty much um, um, help us. I mean, extend really our capabilities with uh, installations and services and um, um, yeah, maintenance of of the technology. So, and uh, they are a UK company. They um, help us within UK, uh, Ireland. Uh, also have some um, good coverage in, in US plus uh, Europe. So, um, the, uh, I mean, field services, we, we have them, uh, you know, widely available. available. Um, now for, there is also payments and taxes. Um, which is uh, regionally uh, varied, but uh, with we are integrated with few payment partners who um, who have you know extensive reach. It's not uh, UK only, so it's UK, EU, and and beyond. And uh, with taxes, we're we have a very flexible engine. So um, yeah, we we can you know we can adopt pretty quickly um, with taxation. So there i think we yeah we we can reach um, far far beyond uk with the, and uh, we we at the moment we work in um uk mainly uh ireland uh, we have also some installations in mainland europe um and uh, there are a few um few projects coming up in north america so it's uh, yeah it's exciting time Fantastic. So yeah, that that deployment that you, that kind of partnership that you have with Senox really kind of extends the auto canteen reach massively. Because um, I think I saw on LinkedIn the other day that you've um, recently got a deployment out in out in Estonia. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. It's, Fantastic. Uh, uh, there is uh, yeah, there is there are a few sites in Estonia, and um, they are saying that you know once they saw the solution, I mean this uh, partner of ours. And they they said, well, it's not available in Estonia anywhere. And, um, you know, they've been doing their research to do something 
to to bring to bring us i mean similar technology into into estonia and uh, yeah comparing comparing others i mean there are not very many players yet on this uh, in this niche so yeah we decided uh, to, uh, to run a, a pilot and then now they are very happy uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be yeah, a few more sites in Estonia. Fantastic, and obviously with the you've got that that capability of kind of scalability and repeatability, haven't you? Where you can take the one model at site one and just copy and paste it essentially to multiple sites. Absolutely, yes. If uh, uh, if the offer is uh, is the same or similar on on those sites, um, the data basically you can take advantage of uh, you know that. Uh, data knowledge sharing uh, in the cloud because we so we check out on the edge um, and all of our technology runs um, uh, actually yeah runs on the edge but uh, the knowledge it's uh, it sits in the cloud and it's it's, it's shared across terminals so yeah we can uh, uh, the, the knowledge shared uh, up between terminals on the same on the same site um, as well as you know remotely so. Um, yeah, the technology allows to do, allows this, uh, these benefits to happen, yeah. Fantastic. And in terms of, obviously, we, you and I have worked together now for probably just under a year. And the, the growth that I've seen from Autocantine in that relatively short space of time has been absolutely astounding. And it's fantastic to see. What, 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 what's kind of going on with Intel from a commercial perspective? What, what, what's been the, the kind of the benefits of actually partnering with Intel, less, for, less so from a technological perspective, but more so from a commercial perspective. Yes, Mike, it's, uh, thanks for, for your help. Uh, it's been a great partnership uh, with Intel so far. Um, yeah, it's apart from R&D assistance, uh, so from technology assistance, um, yeah, we successfully, as you know, we worked on uh, marketing and uh, yeah, business development together. So there has been some coverage uh, of PR we've done together. And uh, yeah, also have been introduced to a few valuable partners, and um, it's it also definitely helped. So um, it's um, you know uh, I, I feel like we actually need uh, um, uh, to to allocate and, and uh, dedicate more time to um, to our partnership. And obviously, with you guys continuing to grow, that that will come. And we're Intel, as as kind of from my side of things, always happy to support and work with you guys, and and keep generating, keep driving you forward. Which is, and and as we're seeing at the moment, that's going brilliantly, which is which is fantastic. And in terms of in terms of the the market at the moment, what we had we had COVID that posed a real challenge to what you guys do with. Um, people not being in the office, the, the whole canteen side of things completely shutting down. What do you see as the challenges moving forward? What, what's kind of the biggest, like if you're looking on the horizon, what, what are the issues that you see potentially coming up for, 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 for a business like Auto Canteen in that sort of retail food FMCG kind of space? Uh, challenges. Uh, there are there are many challenges uh, when you're a startup. Uh, that's, that's for sure. Um, and... Um, uh, well, what, what should I say? Uh, the COVID, uh, um, I mean, has, has changed many, many businesses and uh, accelerated uh, digital adoption, I mean, as, as a benefit, but also, yeah, I mean, it's, it transformed, uh, transformed a lot. And uh, in terms of uh, 
in terms of this 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 space within um, I mean retail and 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 hospitality, we have we have pioneered I think with with this particular self service um, with computer vision and machine learning. Um, and however, going forward, it's going to be uh, a much busier place as you know as as the benefits uh, are I mean economic of economic efficiencies they are vivid yeah so it's going to be much uh, much busier place and uh, but we'll hope to remain remain innovative and uh, sort of train setting uh, yeah regardless so yeah that's in terms of uh, in terms of challenges uh, but uh, yeah and obviously now there's sort of kind of a, a much bigger deal in terms of hybrid working, remote working, and you'll probably see it more than I will because you get that footfall of people that are actually in the offices buying their lunch. What what does the kind of uh, the office split look like at the moment in terms of part companies that you're working with? Is there that rush back to the office that the, that some were expecting, or is it still very much some working from home, some in the office, or is it still the uptake of actually going back to the office isn't quite there yet? Or does, it, or does it vary across across all businesses? It varies, yeah. What we, what we can see, it actually varies. So I think the finance and, and insurance is, is more, has more strict rules, so people um, have to be present more in the office. Uh, whereas, um, you know, technology, for example, or, and um, what should I say? Um, I mean, other, other, other sectors, they are uh, less... Uh, less needed to be present in the office, so it's only like occasional. Maybe uh, you know that hybrid working um, is is fine in those environments, so two three days per week. Uh, but um, yeah, there are still there are still office uh, there are still uh, sectors where, uh, like in finance, they they have very strict regulations uh, in terms of uh, yeah where they need to be physically present, where they need to be uh, to work from, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's still going to. I mean, remain. Uh, I mean, office office space is going to be popular. So, but uh, at the same time, I mean, it's it's an interesting point that at the same time, actually, when there is uh, hybrid working, it's very difficult for um, uh, catering catering companies to actually plan for and you know resource for. So. But uh, when you have technology, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it adds, adds that flexibility with, uh, for, for your resourcing. I mean, the machines are, machines are there. They're just ready to take, to take your orders whenever you need. Um, so, yeah, it, it only, I think uh, it only uh, benefits, uh, I mean, it helps with, you know, with these changes. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, obviously, with it being kind of an interlinked system, and I imagine that the, the data that you can get from utilizing Auto Canteen is also useful for kind of like forecasting and planning and also looking at when people are actually in the office. So like take a nobody likes Monday. So take a Tuesday. People may go into the office. And you may see that uptake of when lots more people are in. There's a lot more transactions and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, actually, Mondays seem to be very popular. So people oh, like, okay. to, yeah, people like uh, we 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 see that uh, people like to take uh, yeah to start Monday from from the office. But then Fridays are super 
um, super quiet. So yeah, everyone's ready to clock off for the weekend. This uh, they'll work work till four, and then oh no, no more emails. <laughs> Absolutely, there is always uh, there is always excuse. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, tra traffic on the way home or something something <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> so, well, especially especially with especially when the weather's uh, as good as it has been the past week or so, it's uh, far too easy, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Why? Why would you need to stay in the office on Friday uh, when, when when the sun is shining? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so we've spoken about the challenges. We've kind of spoken about the current trends. How do you see the market moving forward? Less so challenge-wise, but more so sort of sort of trend-wise. And you, you mentioned about the the financial services and the insurance industry, where it's heavily regulated and governed. The need to be back in the office. What do you, what do you see the kind of the, from your perspective and your industry expertise, where do you see the, the the kind of market moving forward in the next kind of six to twelve months or so? Do you see the office uptake continuing, or is it, or are we in this this crossover period of it's going to be flexible for a long, much longer time than we think? Um, well, it's uh, it's especially in uh, I think um, I think people will still prefer uh, the. The, the hybrid working, of course, because no one is going back full time. Um, you know, after after everyone everyone tried it and um, tasted it during the pandemic. But uh, I think the the, the change. Uh, I mean, my personal my personal view is is the change is going to happen in the uh, you know in the location where offices are based. So whether uh, it's probably not going to be. Um, like you know, central to the cities any longer, uh, where the office space is, is the most popular, but more on the outskirts uh, potentially, so that people can actually have um, you know um, uh, better work-life balance. Uh, so they still need to get together for a couple of days um, in this in these office centers, and uh, and then you know can can work remotely wherever uh, wherever it is convenient for them. So that's uh, yeah, that's what my view. So I think and it, and it, it already actually on the side note, I think we we can see that uh, the the property uh, in central London, I mean office property, is already um, you know is uh, losing the value and uh, I mean yes, slightly. So um, so yeah, I think uh, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a less 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 busier uh, city, let's say. Yeah, that makes sense. And and you mentioned about the city, and 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 you'll probably have a much better view on this than I will. What what's it like in other countries? So we you, we've got a good flavour on kind of what the UK looks like. Bearing in mind you and I both work in the UK, as do the large section of my colleagues, so we understand that what the the, the media says and the general flavour. What's it look like uh, in a, in other countries that you're currently deployed? And is it is it similar, or is it or is it vastly different? I think it's uh, I think it's a very similar um, situation where uh, you know this hybrid hybrid working is uh, is more uh, yeah is, is more popular. Really, people um, um, tend to to be in offices uh, less less so. Um, so yeah, I can see uh, I can see very very similar uh, picture actually, and uh, yeah, wherever it's possible. Um, people just spend spend less time on commute, and 
yeah, Maxim really uh, take advantage of this. Definitely. And, and going back to what you mentioned a few moments ago about that work-life balance, it was, it, it's, uh, you can see that people are far, enjoying a far greater work-life balance. And I, I myself am a, and a beneficiary of that. Um, and obviously, that in, in, in Intel have been great in that regard. One, one last kind of question I've got for you, and we're br- I'm bringing it back to Intel. I'm kind of re-segueing back. You, we, you've worked with Intel now for kind of close to a year. You've gone through the software transition. You've gone through optimizing the hardware. We're looking at the commercial side of things, and we've been working together quite closely on that. What words would you have for any other kind of ISVs that are utilizing AI or any other business that's aware of Intel but isn't quite sure of uh, should I be working with them? Is there any real value in me going above and beyond what I'm doing at the moment? What would what would you have to say to a, a business like that from from your perspective? Well, uh, I would uh, I would say that uh, I I I didn't see any disadvantages to be honest uh, <laughs> in 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 working with Intel. It's been it's been great and helpful. Um, um, you know partnership so far uh super uh, super qualified and uh, knowledgeable people to 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 support us um and uh, yeah it's it's been great uh, winning partnership with the uh, 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 yes very supportive so uh, on that note and we're also taking advantage of uh, the best uh, technical components uh, available uh, I mean, from from Intel uh, and uh, within our solution, so that uh, definitely helps. And uh, also, you you help us uh, you help us uh, with navigating. Um, I mean, business wise to 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 grow. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you, Intel. Not very very welcome. Now, how do they get in touch with you, Sergey? How, how do people find you? Uh, sure, we. Uh, it's very easy. Uh, type autocantine in Google um, and www.autocantine.com. Uh, you can see uh, more about our solution, um, how it works. Uh, there is more information available. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, hello at autocantine.com, and we'll be happy to to tell you more. Fantastic stuff. Sergey, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. And um, thank you for kind of letting our, our viewers and our, our, our listeners learn a little bit more about Auto Canteen and how what you guys are doing with Intel. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of the week. And no doubt you and I will, will catch up soon. Likewise, Mike. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks all. Thank you. Bye bye.